0: Well, welcome everyone tonight, those that are in the house and those that are jumping on Facebook Live. So good to have you with us. And what we're going to do is we're going to continue on Effortless Living. This is number nine on Effortless Living. And we're going to be talking about prayer in relationship to living effortlessly. There are some things we need to know. Now, last week we talked about the nature of the father. We talked about the nature of error, and I gave E R R O R error the nature of the father and the nature of error, and uh, we discussed that. And I shared with you how that those are not so much steps, but they're dynamics, or I could say they're just acknowledgments. There are just some things that we need to acknowledge for us to move out of the objective reality and come into the subjective experience where we're really walking this out, where we're really walking in this and experiencing it. So we want to live the Christ life organically. Now, let me say, and I've said this before in this series, if we are just trying to live the Christ life, if we're just trying to live the Christ life, Many times it's not genuine. And I gave you the example of the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians. If you try to love someone, then it's not genuine. You're just trying to love someone. Maybe you're just tolerating them. So when the Christ life begins to flow, it's the genuine article. Yes. You know the word hypocrite means an actor on the stage of life. You know, and we've all gone through that to where we tried to act it out. We tried to
1: uh,
0: do it. And it has to come from a realization and from a rest. From realization and rest. Now, I put a post on. I want to say a few things before we actually get into the message tonight. But I put a post on, uh, I think it was a week, week and a half ago. And I talked about Psalm 91. Now, people are still praying Psalm 91. And can I tell you that Psalm 91 was for the people in the Old Covenant that would abide in the holy place and the most holy place. But it was external to them. It was external to them. Do you know the temple was called heaven in the Old Covenant? But when we get into this new and better covenant, the more excellent way, we come to find out that we are heaven. Yes.
1: yes, yes. We
0: are the most holy place. We are the new earth. We are all of this. So we don't pray a Psalm ninety-one and ask ask for God's protection. He is our protection as us. Yes, Amen. He is our safety as us things that you could pray for from Psalm 91 you are all of those he is that as you and as me tonight now scripture tells us that we're already in heaven how many believe you're in heaven if you judge it by the appearance from it, it certainly doesn't feel like it, it certainly doesn't look like it but you and I are in heaven. I can take you to Ephesians 2.6, Ephesians 1.3, and yes. also verses 20 and 21, 2 yes. Peter 1, three and 4,
1: and many other
0: verses where it talks about the fact that not only are we seated in heaven, but we from Revelation 21 are the new heaven and are yes. the new earth. That is who we are. So when you realize, when you come to rest in the fact that you are heaven, and you're you're not only in heaven; you are heaven. What needs to change in heaven? Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: can we change anything in heaven? Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Now the only thing we can because listen, in the kingdom of God, nothing is out of order. That's it. The only thing that needs to change is the awareness. And when we change the awareness between our ears, that's the projector that will project. Whatever you change between your ears will project that out into manifestation and you'll move from just the objective reality of that thing to the subjective experience. So as I said, I'm giving you a handout here with seven different acknowledgements, seven dynamics concerning prayer. So many people are so confused about prayer. And, you know, I also put a post on recently, I don't know how many of you saw it, about asking. The word ask does not mean for us to go to God and ask for stuff. Asking has to do with asking for understanding. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It has to do with God revealing truth to us. And when the truth is revealed to us between our ears, we begin to become aware of that truth, then it will naturally... Just like a seed, it will naturally, spontaneously, remember the scripture we read in Matthew chapter 13 concerning the sower, sowing the seed, and I shared with you, Father originally sowed the incorruptible seed in us, and now we are the sower, we sow it then from our spirit or from our Christ mind into our heart awareness, and then we read how it grows. The guy would sleep day and night, day and night, and it would grow, and he didn't even know how it grew. What is that talking about? It's talking about effortless, naturally, organically, and spontaneously growing and sprouting and bringing forth fruit. Well, as in the natural, so in the spiritual. So it is in our lives. You can look at a seed and see what people do with seeds and what comes out as a result of a seed that is planted in good soil. You can look at your spiritual life as the same thing. The same operation takes place within the natural seed, this happens within us. Now, let's look at our handout that I gave you tonight. As I said, we're going to talk about the nature of prayer. I'm going to give you seven dynamics, or seven, I can say, acknowledgments of true prayer. Notice the first one there. Number one is true prayer is the inner vision of harmony. And this vision is experienced by realizing what is true in heaven. And when you come to find out what is true in heaven, guess what happens to your desire of the left side? You lose that desire. Yep. You don't any longer try to improve on anything or change anything or change anyone except yourself between your ears. Now, let me have you go to uh, Mark 11 and verse 24. One scripture, and I'm going to read it in the Amplified, and also in the King James Version, Mark 11... And verse 24. Some of you could probably quote this by heart. I know I could.
1: But in the King James and then in the Amplified,
0: we want to look at some words here. I'm going to add one or two words to this to make it uh, a little easier to understand. But look at Mark 11 24. It says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that And I'm going to add a word, believe that you've already received them, and then you're going to have them. Now, that sounds like double talk. Well, what that's talking about... of the seed. In that incorruptible seed that the Father planted within us before the foundation, you and I have health, we have wealth, we have all things. We have all things. So if we can live out of the realization of is, I is already health, I is already wealth, objectively,
1: then what
0: it says here is you will have it as far as the manifestation is concerned. So the word is denotes That it already is. Now, what happens to your desire, especially desire from the left side? That desire is no longer a desire. Would you, if you had something in your hand, let me say it this way If I gave you a gift tonight, would you come back up to me after the service and say, Where's my gift? Give me my gift. Well
1: then. No, you already have
0: it, I gave it to you. And that's the way it is. Objectively, with all things, we already have. All things, and so what happens to desire is that desire goes out the window. Because mm-hmm. why would I desire something if I already have it? See, we're talking faith here. We're talking living and walking by faith, and also by knowing. So when we ask or desire, listen to this. Here's what we're doing: when we ask God for stuff,
1: we are setting up a
0: sense of separation. Yeah, because we're saying I don't have it. Right. I need this, God. Would you heal me? Would you give me money? Would you give me this? Give me that? And he would say, you already have it. So therefore, you lose all desire to have it because you already have it. (laughs) And you see, when we make it about God and whatever we're asking for, what do we do? We're separating. We're setting up a sense of separation rather than realizing that it is God. God is all things as you and as I. So, on. We're going to be talking about posts a lot tonight I guess. I put a post on last week and this is what I said. We must see the invisible. When you live in the business, you see the invisible. with the eye of spirit? We must see the invisible, hear the inaudible.
1: Because I'll guarantee you, if you're walking
0: around and, and, and you're ill, people are going to make statements, oh you don't look too good today. You know, and so forth. So you have to hear, not what they say, you have to hear the inaudible. Yes. The voice of spirit oh, yes. and you have to know the unknowable. Say that again. We must see the invisible, hear the inaudible, and know the unknowable. And in each case, that's talking about seeing in spirit, hearing in spirit, knowing in spirit. Right Now, notice I have on your hand down there, Judges chapter 6 and verse 12. I'm just going to read that to you. Judges six twelve says, The Lord said to Gideon, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Well, there's Gideon. There's Gideon, yes. <laughs> so, how would we say this? Not the Lord is just with us. Yes, he's with us. He's among us. He's among us in each and every one of us tonight. But listen, he's not only with us, he is as us. He's as us. And then notice I also have 2 Chronicles chapter 20. And this is where Hezekiah, remember the Assyrians were coming against the Israelites in a battle. And Hezekiah said, see the salvation of the Lord. Now for them to see the salvation of the Lord, they would have had to see in the invisible. Mm
1: -hmm. They would
0: have had to seek first the kingdom of God within, and then allow naturally the unfoldment no thing and faith is scripture says the invisible realm it created what we see with our physical eyes so in other words again let me say until we come to the place to where the invisible means more to us even than the tangible visible we haven't gone too far now let me give you a couple scriptures on this if you have your bibles or devices go to Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 14 Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 14. And we've read this many times but I want to point something else out this evening. Concerning Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 14 we know that Paul the Apostle penned this in Hebrews five fourteen, and it's talking about when people are mature. Now I just said until the invisible becomes more real than the visible it is manifested we haven't gone too far. Until we can really that that which we already have in that invisible realm is more real than the tangible or the manifestation. Because listen, it's that that is in the invisible that creates or that manifests that which will manifest yes. outwardly later on. So Hebrews 5.14, listen to this. Strong meat, or you could say mature people, long strong meat belongs to those who are mature or a full age, listen to this, who by reason of use, and in other words, through practice, through practice, have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So what this is saying here is, we are to have our senses, our five senses, exercised to discern both good and evil, and the word exercise there, as you all know, because I've taught this many times, means stripped naked. Now let me take it a little bit further. How would we get our senses, our five senses script naked? Only well, one way. It's simply by yielding the five senses, or the emotions, or the intellect, reason, logic, whatever it is. It's simply by yielding. In other words, what he's saying here is the mature ones judge righteous judgment, meaning they don't judge by the seeing of the eye, or the hearing of the ear, but they judge righteous judgment. And righteous judgment says, My Father is my health as me already. My Father is my wealth as me already. My Father is all in all already in me. And when I retain that, and when senses try to talk to me by reason of use, through practice, I yield those senses to my Christ mind, then I'm going to have manifestly. I'm going to walk in everything that my Father is as me and as you we're going to walk in and experience so that's number two number three let me read number two again true prayer is an awareness of that which simply is that's the invisible the isness realm is what? the invisible realm number three true prayer is to become aware of the harmony without a mental effort on our part in other words we don't react how many times we have a situation we just fly yes. out of the handle, go to pieces? Oh, I don't know what's going to happen. This is the end of my life, whatever, or someone else's life. We react. You know, I, I listened to a man that has had several people raised from the dead in his presence. I mean, physically dead. One was his son. He was in the morgue, he had a tongue tag on, him. and when they called him and told him that his son had an accident and he had died. He said, there was not one emotion that rose up within me. Wow. And he began to teach on the fact that, and I mentioned his name, everybody would know him, but he began to teach on the fact, your first either reaction or non-reaction, your first emotion is going to really set the stage for whether you're going to be able to raise someone from the dead or see manifestation. Our first reaction. So say I get a diagnosis that's not so good, my first reaction plays a big part in determining whether I'm going to walk through that situation, that apparent problem, victoriously or not. Mm -hmm. So true prayer is to become aware of the harmony without a mental effort on my part. I don't allow the mental, the intellect, or the reason, or the logic, or the senses, or or the emotions to act, to react. Now, Mm in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus there said five times. How many? Five Five times. Take no thought. Mm -hmm. Now, I think I shared this last week. I used to teach that as one for every one of our five senses. But I began to count intellect, reason, and logic, emotions, and senses, and you got five there too. So take no thought is talking about what? It says, take no thought where life is concerned, and then it says food, drink, or clothes, but create a vacuum. Now, when you create a vacuum, what you do is you yield the left side, you create a vacuum, and nature abhors a vacuum. It will rush in to fill that. Mm-hmm. It will rush in to fill that. In other words, the lower thought, the mental scent, or merely the positive thinking is not true prayer. Someone says, well, I pray the Bible. Why don't you can pray the Bible until you're blue in the face? If it's just coming out of your memorization or just thoughts, it's not going to work. Now, Zechariah said it this way. He said, it's not by might, and I add a word, as most of you know, it's not by mental might. It's not by memorization of the scripture. It's not just by quoting scripture for the sake of scripture. It's only when it's conceived in our heart awareness. Birth there. Concealed there, quickened there. So he says, it's not by mental might, nor is it by physical or material power. It's not something you do, but listen, but by the unfoldment of conscious awareness or spirit. It's not by mental might, nor by physical or material power, but it is by my spirit. It's when spirit takes that truth that you read in the scriptures or that you think about the turn upon your heart and your mind, and it's conceived in your heart awareness, your virgin consciousness, and it's quickened there, and then you speak that word out, that's what is going to bring about manifestation. See, we were taught, see, the faith around us just, you know, just name, time and grab, and grab. Yep. Just, just, just as long as it's scriptural, just speak it. Oh, yeah. But if it's not quick in there, okay. if it's not alive there, it it's wonderful. the quick and powerful word right. that produces yes. and brings forth truth that remains. Yes. Now, in Isaiah chapter 55, verses 8 and 9, listen to this. It says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. He's talking about our lower thoughts. Okay? Neither are your ways, your lower ways that come from the left side, my way, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your lower left-sided ways, and my thoughts than your lower thoughts from the left side. So his thoughts, listen, Father's thoughts are spirit thoughts. They're spirit thoughts. Father's thoughts are spirit. Yeah. Right here is talking about faith. Without faith, without true spiritual substance, it is impossible to please Him. Now, that word "please" was mistranslated. Yes, it's the word "agree." Without faith, true substance, it is impossible to agree with Father. Okay, for he that cometh to God must believe that He is. Listen, is is present, and that He is a rewarder. He's our reward, right? Yeah. And we're his reward. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek, notice the last word, him, not things. Mm-hmm. Now listen, so many people today are seeking the reward rather than the rewarder. Right. Seeking for the presence, P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S, yes. rather than the P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. Seeking his hand for something rather than his face.
1: Come on. To so know him. That's
0: so good. Like Jacob did when he saw him face <laughs> to face in Genesis chapter 32. So now when we seek the rewarder, when we seek his face rather than his hand, when we seek his presence, p r e s e n c e rather than p r e s e n t s, what are we doing? We are knowing the
1: unknowable.
0: Yes. yes. We are seeing the invisible. We're beginning to hear the inaudible. Now, let me give you an example. We could take apples as an example. Apples are not added from the outside to the branch. They're not added from the outside, right? You see an apple tree, and you see apples on the branches. They're not added from the outside. They're added from the inside. In other words, the sap begins to go up the trunk and out the vine and then out to the branches. So in other words, it's the sap, and the Bible tells us, I think, in Psalms, you are saps, (laughs)
1: <laughs> we have that sap,
0: the living one life within us, that sap, that one life. So where do the apples come from when you see the apples on an apple tree on the branches? They come from the inside. And listen, they come forth. Do they struggle? No. Nope. Absolutely not. You never see an apple tree. wipe is brow. i got a producing apples today. Not at all. They just naturally... Spring forth spontaneously, no. organically, right. they appear on the branch. That's it. Now, electricity is another one we use. All of us daily use electricity, yeah. and listen, electricity only flows from its source. For example, this room is filled without us. Mm-hmm. If you would tear down the walls, you'd see a bunch of electrical wires. Now, we don't come in here and all gather together and join hands to pray so that we can see. If It would be dark out. We don't come in here and pray so that we can see, to read our Bible or whatever. No, we just flip the switch. Flip the switch. We just flip the switch. And what happens? The light automatically, organically, spontaneously comes on. All you have to do is make, listen, all you have to do is make contact with the source of the power.
1: Yes.
0: Because the source of the power is already here. The source of the power is already in you. Come and on, Kate! And the source of the power is already in you and I. Amen.
1: So Let true
0: prayer. prayer is the absence. This is number, what was it, three? True prayer, number four. Conscious awareness so that you can watch so you can experience the virtue as it says here and the life because remember it's not that mental mind but it is by my spirit or consciousness said the Lord in other words it's taking that word that's written upon our heart and upon our mind and yes it's confirmed in the Bible but taking that word written upon our heart and our mind meditating upon it sitting with those thoughts Giving your Holy Spirit an opportunity to conceive and quicken them, and then you speak as your Lamb of Spirit to speak. Yes. Hello. Lamb of Spirit. I think we need to speak a whole lot less than what Come we do. on! <laughs> many times we just find in a nice little scripture and we just spell, Quickened, and and then we wonder why there's no manifestation, and, or, when there is a manifestation, we wonder why it's so short-lived, rather than fruit that remains. That is so good. Now, let's go to Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20, before we get to number 5. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. And this is talking about according to the power that works in us. I want to read the whole verse. Ephesians 3 and verse 20. Which says, Now unto him that is able, in us, as us, he in us is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. Oh, when it's quickened and conceived within our heart awareness, that one there is able to do anything beyond what. or consciousness that worketh within us. According to the power that is at work through that conception and quickening within our heart awareness. Now, what's the us part? The us is spirit. The us part is spirit according to the power that worketh in us. That works in our spirit, which we then sow into our heart awareness that is conceived and quickened there and becomes life to us. Just, just as long as you're speaking and confessing and yeah. naming yeah. it and claiming, probably, well, all and it. <laughs> probably all of us experienced that. Probably all of us experience that, but we wondered why it never worked, and we were so disappointed in that. Yes. World. Wonder why it didn't work at least, in, at least it didn't work, you know, permanently within our lives. they get richer and. Now, number five. Notice number five. True prayer is not, now we talked about this a little bit last week, true prayer is not an attempt to influence God, Father God. You could not influence God if you tried for the rest of your life. You'll never influence the Father. It's not to please God. So many people think that they can influence God, or they can please Him in order for Him to reward them, or bring about manifestation. It's, can I say this? It's, it's not God bringing forth the manifestation. It is you through the power of spirit. You want to call that God, that's fine. Through the power that works in you. But in you? See, this is where people go right. Yes. Oh God, will you give me a healing? Oh God, yes. will you give me money? He can't do what he's already done, folks. Yeah. How can he do what he's already done? So we have so many people out here fasting and feasting and praying and asking and doing all of these rituals, praying loud and demanding and decreeing and so forth. And you know what? Master 6 says he already knows what you have need of. And not only does he already know what you have need of, he did something about it from before the foundation. He put it in you. And he put it in me. He put it in you and he put it in me. He gave us every provision and he placed it in he placed it within us as Himself, and then listen to what Jesus said. Also in Matthew six, Jesus said that it's the Gentiles that ask. You go back there and read that. That's what it says. It, it's the Gentiles that ask God to do yeah. stuff, and Gentiles there means mm-hmm. ignorant. Mm-hmm.
1: It's the ignorant that ask God to do this, that, or the other.
0: That's what it means? And you see, Jesus also said that the kingdom of God is within, in fact, the kingdom of God is the allness of the Father. Say that again. The kingdom of God is within you. And the kingdom of God is the allness of the Father, or the kingdom of heaven, whatever you want to call it. But how could you ever have any thought of going to heaven and changing anything? You know, Revelation 21 says, in heaven... In the new heaven and the new earth, there's no more tears. Tears are wiped away. There's no pain, there's no sorrow, there's no nothing uncomfortable. That is so good. So can you see why it's so important for us to sow the seed and the sower into our heart awareness so that the truth can be projected out and so that we can walk in it? experientially, subjectively, and experientially. Now, in Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 13, we're on number 5, true prayer is not an attempt to influence God. In Habakkuk 1, 13, it tells us that his eyes are too pure to behold evil. Can I tell you, and, and I know that this is really hard for a lot of people, they say, well, God is omniscient. He knows all things. He knows the car accident you might have next year. He knows the bad guy knows human. God knows nothing about his life. You see, you become the prayer when you listen, when you realize prayer is communion, prayer is hearing a still small voice, prayer is listening. And then what does it do? It swallows up all the different kinds of prayer into one. You know, there's petitions, supplications, there's different types of prayer. But they all need to be they all need to be swallowed up into one. Wow. Where you become the prayer. Because you're listening, you're fellowshipping, you're communion with, communing within yourself. Wow. Number six, true prayer, to True prayer has no desires in the world. Now Jesus said we're in the world, not of the world. And that would take us back to Matthew chapter six, where Jesus said that the Gentiles or the ignorant are the ones that ask for things. The ignorant are the ones that ask for things. Psalm 146.3 says, put not your trust in princesses, nor in the Son of Man in whom there is no help. So, in other words, what I what I said earlier, Jesus said, We're in the world, but not of the world. And so, number six is true prayer has no desires in the world. Yes. Uh-huh. No worldly desires. Well, hello. And anything that would come from a desire of the left side would be a worldly desire. It'd be a selfish desire. Now When you go into the book of Ephesians where it talks about the prayer armor, people teach that as warfare. Gotta fight the devil. Gotta fight this, gotta fight the other. But do you know that three times in Ephesians chapter 6, it uses the word stand? Just stand. Just stand. In verses 11, 13, and 14.
1: And the armor enlists
0: there, the armor enlists the loins, which is reproduction. He has us. It lists the breastplate, which is righteousness. It lists the feet shod, which is peace. It lists faith, which is the invisible realm, the Israel. It lists the helmet, which is our awareness, our conscious awareness. And it lists, listen to this, the sword of the spirit, which is. What is the sword of the spirit? Someone says it's the word. Don't be too quick. It's the quickened and conceived word. That's the sword. It's the sword, the word of the spirit that has been quickened. Within you and I. So true prayer has no desires of anything of the world. And it isn't interested, is not interested one iota in the <coughs> things that the world is after.
1: And you know today that
0: there's very little difference between the church and the world. Absolutely. The religious church and the world.
1: Yeah. Yep. They act the same.
0: Yep. They ask God for stuff the same way. Yep. I mean, take a person that has not ever darkened, you know, the door of a, of a church or a group of people. Many of those people, when they get in trouble, the first thing they do is run to God, God be to this, mm-hmm. asking God for this, that, or the other. So the world is no different. The world does this now.
1: There are no difference than the religious church
0: world. Same thing going on. I mean, you can read... You know on Facebook, and I don't know, that's not a good example anymore, but you can read on Facebook and people are talking about, oh, we got to pray this, that or the other, this person over here, got to ask God to change this situation. Again, he can't do what he's already done. That's hard to get in. Yes. That's hard to get in. He cannot do what he's already done.
1: Now, listen to this in Joshua
0: chapter 24 and verse 13. Still talking about number 6. True prayer has no desires in the world. They have no desire to be like the world or ask like the world asks the But listen to Joshua twenty. Finished work that was finished before you ever entered in.
1: Yeah. Remember the objective?
0: Yeah. When you pray, believe you already have objectively, and you shall have subjectively. So what is he saying here in Joshua 24 and verse 13?
1: Just as you
0: sit with these truths, give them an opportunity to be quickened and conceived within your heart awareness, your womb, your virgin consciousness, and you will have what you already have. The manifestation will come of what you already objectively have. that isness of the Father, that nounness of the Father. Number seven, last one. Well, I did add another one, so it's not on your head now. <laughs> number seven, true prayer visions or sees through all appearances. Now, Paul the Apostle said in 1 Thessalonians 5.22, abstain, which means shrink back from Don't focus on them. Okay? all or every kind of appearance of evil. So he's calling hes calling evil simply an appearance. And he says shrink back from that. Abstain from that. Don't focus because where focus those energy flows. Don't focus on the negativity. And listen, Jesus did it every time that he saw an appearance of sin or sickness or death. Every time. He said he didn't do anything but what he saw, the father. So when you have an appearance of evil or something that doesn't look good it's bad and you don't want that in your life any longer turn within like Jesus did. Don't do anything but what you see the Father, Spirit do. Don't say anything but what you hear the Spirit say. And if we'll live that type of life I'll guarantee you we'll see manifestation and again it will be fruit that remains. Now in closing average Number three, it's being aware of the harmony without a mental effort or taking thought or having a reaction. Say it so again. It's being aware of that harmony without reacting when there's a bad report or an evil report that comes. Number four, it's the absence, prayer is the absence of desire in the realization of is. I already is health. I already is what my father is that as me. Number five, it's not prayer. Is not an attempt to influence God. Well, God, if I do this, that, the heaven, maybe you'll find the answer. That's religion, folks. That's stinking in religion. Trying to please God or influence God, maybe he'll move on your behalf. Number six, prayer has no desire in the world. In other words, not like the world, asking for stuff, money, houses, lands, vehicles, whatever. Number seven, Prayer visions through or sees through all appearances. And at that point, you become the prayer persona. You become prayer without ceasing. Now, I added another one. You can write this one down. Another dynamic that I came up with, number eight. See, I didn't do all your work for you. We don't declare, we don't declare where an appearance of evil is concerned. listen, but we declare, and I'm doing this right now as I speak, we declare what is true about us in heaven. Yes. You never declare an appearance of evil. Let me say that again. Like, for example, let me give you an example. Let's say we're praying for someone that has a diagnosis of cancer. We don't mention the cancer. We don't talk about the cancer. We don't let that come up out of our mouth. Oh, Lord, we know they got this bad report. No, our words have to be the answer of heaven. What does heaven say? What does heaven say about that bad report? Well, what heaven says about that so-called bad report is the person, father, their father is their health as known. When we hear the still small voice of the inside of us, we must speak what we hear and what is true in heaven. Now, years ago, I think when I taught the series on invisible supply, I shared with you how. That in prayer, we should never deal with the person on the apparent tone. Yes. Why should we never deal with the person? Yep. Well, you may think they brought whatever it is that they're suffering upon themselves, and maybe they don't worry about it. Or you may know them too well if they brought it on what they did. Mm. So you never deal with the person. you know that every person on the face of this earth already has health on the yes. inside of them. Already has wealth on the inside of them. Father is already all in all on the inside of every person on the face of this earth. Remember last Sunday I said there are no special people? Yep. Oh, this prophet over here, he's got a special anointing. He's spe- No, everybody's special, folks. Hello. Amen. Matthew. See, God is no respecter person. Right. Now, they may have a, an anointing in a, in a particular administration or ministry, yes. But that doesn't make them special. Everybody's special. That's right. So in prayer, we don't deal with the person because we may think that, well, I know what their lifestyle is like. Maybe they're not worthy of health. Maybe they're not worthy of blessing. No, they already have it. No matter. Listen, Hitler is health personified. How can you say this? Well, let me tell you something. Hitler paid his crime. He paid. But listen, God never turned his back on Hitler. I know we'd like for God to have turned his back on Hitler, but he never did. Because God is love. Hello? No. We would lie for God to have turned religiously. We would have, have, have love for God to have turned his back. No, Hitler paid his due. He wrote the consequences reap the consequences right. of what he did, but God never turned his back. On. God never. God is not partial with any person. You see? So there are no. Spe- so this is why in prayer, leave off the person when you're praying for an individual. Leave off the person about their life, or or maybe you might think, well, maybe they deserve this. Maybe they brought this on themselves. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter, folks, because in heaven they already are. Wealth and all things personified. And of course, don't pray the problem. Obviously. Don't even mention the problem. How many times have we done that? Oh Lord, we got them together and this sister got a bad report. Forget the bad report. That's not praying heaven. No. Heaven praise the answer. <coughs> heaven prays the answer. Which is what? They're already whole. Objectively, they're already whole. I don't care if they have three days to live Which I did at one time. I don't care if I have a short time to live. It really doesn't matter. Objectively, they still are who God says they are. And when that conception takes place and that quickening takes place in your heart awareness, man, manifestation can happen in a split second. In a split second. So I hope this helped you tonight. Living effortlessly. We all want to live effortlessly. Otherwise, let me say this. I'm going to be very bold. use. Mm. What's the use? Trying to live the spiritual life. Yep. If we don't want to live it. that's so good, Kate. What's the use? Exactly. Why bother? Why bother? Hello? Why bother? That's why we're here. Yeah, that's why we're here. Yep. To, and and I'm not saying that I'm living in every area. Spontaneously and organically and you know natural. I'm not saying I am, but I will say that the times are few and far between when I'm not. And the more as we read in Hebrews five fourteen, yep, by reason of use, by practice, yes, by practice, we have right. to give some time to this and some yes. thought to this and some meditation to this. And as we do, mm-hmm. it's going to become so simple and be more simple. To walk this naturally and spontaneously than to not. Yes, And that's where we're headed, folks. Yes, we are. In fact, we're already there, but that's where we're headed in our subjective experience and in our work. So, Father, we thank you, tonight yes, for who you are yep. within each and every one of us. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for the realm of isness and nowness how that objectively you are all things as us, all things of the kingdom and of heaven as us. We bless you and we honor you and we just speak words of spirit and life that there will be such a quickening and a conceiving within our woman, within our heart awareness, within our virgin consciousness this week that we begin to walk this life, this spiritual life, more effortlessly than we ever have. Yes. We thank you. We praise yes. you. We give you the glory and we give you the honor. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Amen.